If you or someone you know would like to be on any of the shows featured here on the In Focus podcast, then get in touch. You can do so one of two ways. Email infocus at rootsnews.co.uk or alternatively via my Instagram page at the In Focus podcast. You can DM me direct. Either which way, I look forward to having you on the show. Hey guys and welcome to the In Focus podcast with me, your host Sam G. Now, I'm a creative so I like to do things a little bit differently sometimes and to celebrate and welcome in Valentine's Day, I have done just that. I will be giving you hashtag elevating brands but giving it a different edge So today's guests, you may recognise some of them because they have featured on previous episodes of Hashtag Elevating Brands and they will also be another new brand giving us more insight into their product. So stay tuned for that. But today's show is all about exploring love through the community and let's see who is first up and what love looks like through their eyes. I'm joined by a familiar name now, and that is Phoenix Rise 100. You may remember that name because she joined me on the COVID directory lives uh, when we were talking about spirituality, wasn't it? Yes, we were. Hi, guys. Yes. (laughs) Thank you so much again for coming on the show. You're welcome. I'm excited. Mm, so this time we're talking about love because it is Valentine's Day and I don't know, it's it's, it's going to be a bit different this year because, you know, I can people even kiss because masks? <laughs> <laughs> well, apparently not. Really? Well, I don't, but as as you know, I'm not really, I don't really follow the, the full news, but um, I know at one point it was saying about, you know, certain positions that should be avoided mm-hmm. during with couples. So I thought, well, who knows what's going to come next? So maybe not, to peck on the cheek. <laughs> Do you know, the, the funniest thing about it is the fact that the restrictions have taken away the main elements, um, like hugging, Mm-hmm. kissing close contact that kind of thing so this is why I'm saying it's it's a bit weird now how we're broaching this very you know I mean yeah. what, what what first and foremost um is is love to you through your eyes love through my eyes is a vibration and a state of being I've I've never looked at um, love in the, the traditional sense because to me you had to break it down into different um, aspects of existing mm. because you have unconditional love which is what you have for, primarily for your children and your family then you've got romantic love which is your partner um, etc and then you've got you know oh I love my friends so I think the word has always been thrown about and has yeah. morphed through time. So it will mean different things to different people. But for me, it's a state of 
being when my heart is open to everyone I have empathy um, I sympathize etc so I've never looked at it from a romantic point of view mm. this is a big thing that defines um, a key element that has been missing I don't know for the longest within humanity which mm-hmm. is love yeah you know there is no love for humanity um by that i mean you know for nature for animals for just the the things around us mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. what would you say to that wholeheartedly agree and i think if you, if you look through time up to this point now you will see how love has been constructed so you move away from as you said the love and connection with nature with animals um care for others that you see are suffering on the tv so then it's almost like the man as it were has moved humanity into a state of just love for themselves ultimately so mm-hmm. every even if you say right oh i really love him it's something to do with how you feel about that person. So it's always from an ego point of view. You don't love the man down the street because he doesn't actually do anything for you and you don't feel anything for him. So you don't love him. Mm-hmm. So when you, when you no longer love your boyfriend or partner, what's happened then? What's happened to that love? Because something's happened between you two now. There's no love. So... So that's why they've centered it around the relationship aspect as opposed to love for your fellow man, nature, and even animals. I want to concentrate on that bit that you just said regarding relationships, because it's so true. Mm -hmm. Anytime you mention that word love, it goes straight to that, that beat, Mm -hmm. you know, Mm -hmm. um, and I think we may have even said this in in our uh, in that episode we were talking about um, having a relationship with self first and yeah. foremost. We yes. can have a relationship with others. Do you feel like there's a pressure on people to love themselves before they can love others? Well, I think there is a pressure for people to love themselves, but they don't understand what loving themselves means. Mm-hmm. It, it's that you can love yourself from the ego aspect which is okay right I love myself I love how I look I love this I love that um, and they think they're sort of practicing self-love but mm. it, it's, it's just the surface self which once again you know can be created and put out there can be modeled to somebody else or whoever the new celebrity is that you're supposed to look like mm. but when when you when you deep loving yourself you have to go deep to the aspects that you don't want to look at Mm -hmm. because there's a tick box that they want you to tick you know you should be you should be you know maybe attractive or or you should be spiritual because you know they've kind of jumped on the word spiritual and what that means even that's got a look to it now um (laughs) (laughs) but there's there's many there's many demons there's many selves to us all as individuals and you've got to go and get to know your many many selves understand them find out why they're there and love them release them keep them let them work for you but you've got Mm -hmm. to go completely in which has got nothing to do with how you actually look (laughs) okay so 
the the one thing you said they put a a, a different thing on spirituality now um you know what what are people looking at when they they come up with that term because it 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 still means a lot of different things to a lot of different people but groundwork here in terms of when we're talking about love it it does link in with spirituality absolutely but what does that look like for someone a listener listening in now that um thinks of spirituality from a religious aspect mm-hmm. what does that what does that mm-hmm. look like from the term that we're coming from well well you use the right word there from the religious aspect so you you hear spirituality and then most people will think okay mm, but that kind of means the off cut of religion so the person's going to look a certain way they might be they might cover up they might have natural hairstyles they've got crystals around their necks and you know they or they might be chanting away or howling at the moon or whatever mm-hmm. <laughs> but <laughs> but once again that's kind of the surface because spirituality for me is you know what's going on <laughs> you've mm-hmm. you've awoken a little bit to the illusion that the world is because the, the spirit has to take form that's why it's in our in our body so that it can express itself so some people will think oh you know spirits are flying around and you know the whole ghost thing but for me a spirit must take form in something mm. so that could so because we are individual it depends on you if you dig deep enough as to what form that's going to take but people use it now as a badge, you know, oh, yeah, I'm spiritual. And, you know, they want a platform and et cetera, et cetera. So I've noticed that a lot now. It's become a badge to people. Mm. How, how can we go about digging deep? Getting a big fat rubber and rubbing everything out in your head. I always say to people, just pretend you're you're just born you've just popped out of your mum and but you but you are but you have the thinking of an older person but you don't know so it's almost like being on a new planet and now you're going to look at it through completely fresh eyes so forget about what your mum told you forget about what what the school said what the tv says about what reality actually is and then just think well actually what does love mean you know, what does anger mean? What does jealousy mean? Start to look at what those things originally meant, what they were morphed into and what they actually mean for you. Work to do. A lot. <laughs> there is a lot of work to do. Um, I remember working with young people and working through this book and I felt that one of the main things we had to do was what you just said dig deep mm-hmm. it that was only scratching the surface in a six-week session that you had to do and I felt that having you walk away within that hour you learn so much about yourself but you go back to the same environment unfortunately yes. and possibly undo that work yes but it does hit deeply and some people are very scared to do that. Yep, yeah, understandably so. 
you know it's just, it's it is scary but i feel it's very imperative especially now as we mentioned at the beginning with all these restrictions and everything that is placed on us mm-hmm. to love they've taken yeah. away that love from us i mean people will say well you know they've got the power mm-hmm. but i'm saying we can control our narrative yes so you know in in terms of of that like what would you say in regards to that well well these people are very clever because they've they've stolen all the info from the ancient peoples um the indigenous people the ancestors they've stolen all that knowledge so they know everything but they've given you something in replace of that because remember that with the spirit and the soul they're speaking to you within your whole your whole system your whole your cells your blood your you've got the information there mm. so they know they have to take something away from you the truth and replace it with something else so when you have that calling to know or to or to be guided you then go to the religion they've given you or they've now made it even they turned religion around into something else now. So you've got to go and seek it in another person through sex, through social media, the celebrities, because you've got the natural call to know. Mm. But they don't want you to know that you've got the power because it's already there. And now they've shut humanity down even more now to practically nothingness because you can't connect, which is a natural thing for humans to do, to touch, to hug, to have eye contact, can you realize? Can you think what someone's saying when they've got a mask on? Are they smiling? Are they, are they scowling? You know what I mean? It's more of a shutdown. It's so. It's that is so true. I spoke to a lady coming out of um, when I was doing shopping, and we were talking about plants because I've got an obsession with plants at the minute. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> and she was saying. I mentioned the word love. I said, you know, this is something that is missing now because of the situation that the society has been put into. And she wholeheartedly agreed with me. She was Mm -hmm. just so thankful at the fact that I stopped and talked because no one's doing this anymore. Um, You know, those acts of kindness, that is that is coming from a, a, a heart centered place when you do things like that smiling at someone you know just to brighten up their day but it's like how can you do that behind the mask in truth it's like (laughs) who are you now behind the mask you don't even know who you are you know so again I feel like what you were saying there about starting again we have this opportunity to do that because Mm -hmm. the um because of these restrictions, because of you know, the fact that you've got this mask on, you're now physically wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. You now have to identify who are you, really? <laughs> you know, you could be the most loving person, but you can't smile at this person. I don't, mm-hmm. I, I can't talk to them because I don't know if they've got, you know? Yeah. Like, um, like you said, it's, it's really now starting to find that balance. You mentioned as well before about ancient times. Mm -hmm. I like this one (laughs) because I'm going to bring a word in that people might like be a bit scared of. Okay. But this isn't a platform listeners for you to be scared of anything. (laughs) It's a space where we can be able to talk and use words 
that people fear. Some people yes. may fear. So tantric. <laughs> yeah. Uh, tantric um, has been defined. Um, it, it could be said it's the same with emotional um, intimacy, but yeah. it, it's Hindu techniques, well, said ancient Hindu techniques, um, where love is employed to to promote emotional bonds and spirituality. Yes, it goes deeper more than just the act. Yes. <laughs> explain away because I know you know about this <laughs> I, I, when, when people hear um, tan, um, tantric or, or tantra because it's, tantra is is a spiritual I don't like the word system but I think that goes down to the fact that everything is everything you know you've heard that saying everything is everything so however you, however you see you see God I see God as a, a force, the ultimate force and intelligence. So we, we adopt that because um, with, with, with the Hindu system, which is why I really, I, I, I love the Hindu system because it's the core of many things, which actually goes further back into chem and beyond but we won't we won't go there we'll stick with with tantric (laughs) Mm -hmm. but with sex because it's a form of touching the body is intelligent the skin is intelligent the hairs on our skin you know will, will will rise up if something makes you feel icky or something makes you feel good so when when two people connect and they're both open especially from from the heart even though the root is very important but if they're both open from the heart they're going to experience things and go to new heights which is where we're supposed to be from a spiritual aspect of you know the soul not being in the body so the body becomes a vessel to take you to those those new heights yeah you said it because it it's at its core that particular love right there, tantric love, is all about it, what you just said, presence, connectedness, and love. Exactly. You know, um, <laughs> what more can you say? <laughs> uh, and when I hear that, I don't fear that. I no. I want that. <laughs> do you know what I mean? Exactly. And and I think most people people do, but because the, the the power like the the like shakti you've heard of the shakti power mm-hmm. and then you have the the shakti man who is the power holder so he represents the masculine so that's where you'll see the universal mother is the power so then the masculine will guide that power so that's why he's the power holder mm. so once those two come together the divine feminine and the divine divine masculine they're opposites but once they merge together it's it's perfection and it's everything that there is hence why there must be um a balance even though a balance can't always be 50 50 because then there's no movement but balance as in both of them are present so you can actually get on with your life and go further Mm -hmm. just to open that up for the listeners um 
just a little bit about female and masculine uh, energies. It doesn't mean any associations that we might have in our society. Uh, female energy is the most powerful force um, for success, achievements, drive, passion. It's it's not connected with who does what no. in the couple, but the way how you feel, how you both grow as a couple using your natural talents and gifts. Um, mm-hmm. So at the root of creation... It's the female and male aspects that come together. Yes. Yeah. Um, so each of us has both, but one is much more developed. So, you know, it, it is all, it all, all goes back to those energy centers. So I just wanted to pinpoint that because I think as well, that is another uh, word, female and masculine energies that kind of get a little bit uh, washed in people's minds sometimes. <laughs> yeah. uh, so just to center that around the context that we're talking about, um, I wanted to bring it there. I feel that that's, that's what this is all about. This is what it's all about. It's the grounding, going back to, as people may have heard me speak about in episode one of uh, elevating brands with um, people about chakras. Mm-hmm. It's that true balance, that true yeah. balanced chakra system that we need. It's that support system within ourselves that we need to keep us grounded during this time. Yeah, you, you, you've got to know yourself in everything, even going back to the sex. I think if, if you're just going to have mechanical sex, which a lot of people do, mm. which you know, as, as soon as you begin, all you're thinking about is the end goal, it's, especially with, with men. Yeah. Um, and, it, and it's not even their fault because they, they don't know, you know, who, who teaches men how to have sex? Who teaches men how to, um, you know, women how to have sex? They did in the ancient times, but they don't now. So they don't, when you realise how, how intelligent your body is, it's not as the obvious thing just for the sex act to happen because there's so many other aspects of your body that can be stimulated and then activated for you Mm. to reach once again higher heights but during sex Mm. it's that the word that comes to mind it's almost like it's um it's that true act of it's it's orgasm Mm mm-hmm (laughs) which is not always the end goal there's something higher than the orgasm no so let's you know well we're talking about sex now uh (laughs) you know let's 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 dig into that because a lot of people as well that are in their bubbles that may you know feel like valentine's day is the 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 actual day let's do this you know Mm -hmm. Um, (laughs) (laughs) what is it what what is the end goal then what I mean for for a man teaching themselves about where should they be going then to teach themselves about sex because there is a deeper level to it. It's not just your in and out and that's that. Well, well it, exactly, and and that requires training for the man not to ejaculate because and that's where once again everything is is the mind because mm. he has to then train himself to not focus on the obvious. No matter Mm -hmm. how sweet it is, he has to now focus on something higher inside of himself. 
and breath work is is crucial in all things because if mm. he speeds his breathing up which his body is telling him because he's aroused breathing is is sped up then obviously you know things are going to happen quicker than they should whereas mm. if he slows his breathing down and then he controls his breathing just the fact that his awareness is now on his breath will make him go longer from a physical point of view mm-hmm. but from the spiritual aspect it's it's kind of hard to, to describe because it's one of those things that you've got to feel but once mm. once once he goes into himself via his mind it's almost like his body is just going to lead him to that place mm. and it's going to become an, an automatic thing because the body is so intelligent uh, and that's why it's called well, when you when you abbreviate that word, uh, sacred energy exchange. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um. So that just encom- that that tells you already what time it is. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> just just stop and listen. And and here's a fact: with pubic hair. Now Ooh. you know for for, for many many a, a generation now. The whole thing about shaving, you know, woman needs to be clean, which is mm. a, which has a whole kind of pubescent aspect, which is a bit odd, but it won't go there. Um, and the same with the man. Now, the pub- now hair on our body is intelligent. And when those hairs come together, the male and the female, the hairs come together, mm. they awaken because because they're alive. So, you know, like when normally you're, 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 the hairs on your neck stand up or, you know, mm. you have goosebumps when you see your mushrooms, Sam. <laughs> <laughs> don't, don't go there, please. <laughs> okay, you won't go there. Um, the hairs connect and come towards each other and they in turn start to give you a feeling. Mm. So you haven't gone, there's been no penetration. It's just the hairs coming together and talking to one another and sending signals back which will heighten the experience if if you know how to access it now for all those that may be listening getting ready to shave up legs and <laughs> prip up and prim up there's <laughs> a fact right here yeah you really want this to be magical times mm-hmm. less you know neaten it but don't completely let it go no because it's it talks yeah because remember it's there for a reason and i think we've got to remember why yes. certain things certain parts of us are there so we have to be careful of the cosmetic aspect of shaving this and shaving that no one's saying for you to be a, you know cave woman looking <laughs> but but there's there's something there just for those readers who want to try that you know tonight or whenever <laughs> yeah i love it i absolutely love this uh, conversation because it's it's um a conversation that has so many roots and so many you know different angles to it Mm -hmm. but it all comes back to the same one thing yeah Yeah. uh it's it's absolutely beautiful what um book recommendations do you have because I've seen some quite interesting ones actually and and you know others may be doing it different today they might have like a nice meal or you know things to talk about over the the dinner table book recommendations or books that you know oh well yeah yeah that's that's a good one and also um 
just even having a a journal just to sort of say because sometimes when we wake up those are the times where you must really grab your thoughts because you've just woken up from your from your slumber and there's a time I think it's called the luminal time where it's like a corridor from you being asleep and if you if you are an astral traveler you've got back and you're just about to step back into consciousness as it were those are the times where you can get a lot of information so just just write it down because even if it doesn't make sense mm. at some point it's going to be like oh that's what I was talking about but mm. since we're dealing with um Valentine's Day what's a really good book is um tools for tantra so mm. th- this will this will actually give you um some recommendations into what you can actually do from a from a physical point of view because sometimes people will hear this and kind of get into a panic and think well I don't think I'll be able to do this or it sounds a little bit scary so any any book there's quite a few books out there just type Mm. in in your reading list tools for tantra Mm -hmm. and and read read any of them because there's quite a few authors at the moment so it doesn't matter specifically and then just have some fun. Just rub it out in your head what you think sex is. Rub it out. Yeah. And start again. It's, it is it is that. It's doing things differently. You know, the times have completely changed. This is a, an historical moment that we are in. Um, and when it comes when it comes to we spoke about pressures, there shouldn't be that pressure even to feel like you have to to do this and to do that on one particular day it should be every day exactly um that you celebrate love i feel once we exude that even more we can kind of bring this back to where it needs to be at its core yes um which makes the world go round and that was a saying that i used to hear growing up <laughs> yeah and as and now heading towards my 40s is only starting to now feel and realize what that saying actually meant Mm -hmm. you know what it actually means um so yeah let's let's just remember that do you have any more tips let's let's lighten up the load because I know that a lot of people are going to be in their emotions today (laughs) in a good way (laughs) I hope in a good way hope so Uh, but what tips would you give to people today the, the first tip is is hydrate, hydrate more than normal before you indulge in what you know whatever you indulge in tonight with your meal. But water in, in itself is life, and then water will activate all what needs to be activated within you from a spiritual point and from your just physical. And that in mm-hmm. itself will help, you know, that the, the sex be better because everything is hydrated and has been brought to life even more. And the blood can really flow. Get some deep breaths in. Deep, slow breaths. Oxygenate the body. Prepare the body for sex. Because blood is so important. Because that's what, you know, you need. Women need that to become aroused. Men need that to, you know, Mm. take off and and remain, Mm. (laughs) you know, remain there. (laughs) (laughs) So just, it sounds so simple. And it's always the simple things that you think, that's not going to work. But it really, it really does. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it really mm-hmm. does. 
I've I've um I always enjoy talking with you. I enjoy you know, talking we, to you too, Sam. We have some really deep um and meaningful conversations and definitely the art of conversation as well is something that we need to be exercising yes especially tonight and moving forward um because the narrative at the moment uh in society as we started off the show by saying is about what is going on Mm -hmm. um and let that not dominate the home yes. where we're locked down. Let that not dominate that space because um, the space that you create for yourself is very important. And if you are in your home, fill it with love. Yeah. Create, that create be, your space. Yeah. Create what you want to do. Yeah. You know, sometimes when you, when they say you shut the door, um and you shut the world out Mm -hmm. and it's just you in your home in your comfort Mm -hmm. well what do you want to create in your house yes I I know I just want nothing but love and blessings you know yeah and peace and calm or fun and frolics but we are are creators Mm -hmm. so create what you want shut out whatever don't put this the news on shut covid out (laughs) create create what you want to create and communicate with your partner communicate you've got a right to say what you need to say so and if you say it in love the other person should receive that well it and it can build it can build but I also want to mention I know we've spoken so much about uh couples Mm -hmm. at this time Mm -hmm. but you you're gonna have homes that are not connected with anyone at, um, at this time. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't want you to th- feel like we've just been talking, just coupling, coupling. No, because even the book recommendations are for those that are looking for something to do on this day. You know, give yourself that love. Um, yes. Baths, candles, you know, that was always, ah, oh, that's always a good one. When you actually like set the mood yes. and the tone, within a certain area especially the bathroom because it's a smaller place yeah yeah and the water yes yeah and the water just well we're how much 70 percent water isn't it yeah 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 that's vibrating and within you take those baths take those moments to like phoenix said indulge in yourself love yourself um i feel like once you start to like who you are, mm-hmm. the love comes naturally. It will. It, yeah. it will just, it's like a map. Once you start it, you're just going just gonna to follow on through. And even if you, if you haven't got a partner, because I haven't had one for many a time now, and, I'm, and mm. I sure do love and whatever. So you, mm-hmm. you just create that. Lay back in the bath. Have something really nice that you can smell, because smell is so important. Yes. Have the candles, set the scene, calm yourself and just take your mind to somewhere that you'd want to be. Where would you want to be now and who would you want to be with now if you could? And enjoy that vision and enjoy yourself. (laughs) Yeah. And and yeah, definitely embrace the senses, uh, awaken in the senses, because, again, that will go back to what you just said as well about the hairs on our bodies uh, how our bodies you know react mm-hmm. the taste the smell 
Yes. The visual senses, like me and mushrooms, as you mentioned yes. before. <laughs> I'm visioning it now. I'm not even feeling too good. Sorry. I don't even know why I mentioned that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Listeners, um, that might have to be another <laughs> podcast for that one. If you know me personally, you'll just know me and mushrooms can't work. But um, And that's not cooked mushrooms. No. This is in the ground, out in nature. That's one part of nature. I ain't loving. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's another podcast. That's to say why you're not loving the mushrooms on the tree. <laughs> All right. Yeah, you, you got to go there now and visualise the tree with it as well. Do you know what I mean? Anyway, this before we break out of love. Yeah. <laughs> Let's move on. Yeah. But uh, listeners, uh, that was Phoenix Rise 100. Uh, we are going to find out now a little bit more about black love. I wanted to include this one in there as well. But before we go on to that, let's just thank Phoenix Rise 100 for stepping in. Oh, thank you so much for having me, Sam. And and gnosis and love to, to your listeners. That's what I'm sending mm-hmm. out. Knowledge and love. I was going through my book collection and this was by my Kindle and I found a book entitled The Secret Science of Black Male and Female Sex and it was so interesting to go back and read it again because I was able to see it through uh, fresh eyes, so to speak, a different perspective Um, and it just vibrates everything that was just discussed there with um, Phoenix Rise 100 Um, chapter 1 is titled Lose Your Mind to Find the Truth now that just really says everything that was said before which was let's start again start from the very beginning break down the old structures and rebuild into the new so I just want to take this opportunity and just give you a little little peek into chapter one and it reads in this day and age people are always looking for a quick solution to their problems we as a society want the rewards of change but are too cowardly to look within ourselves subjectively in order for true change to occur in other words we crave the concept of manifesting our goals and dreams but to dig too deeply within our own fragile psyche is too painful a price to pay for the change or results we yearn for. Society has taught us that we can stay in our comfort zones and never challenge our deepest, strongest fears and weaknesses and still have the ability to overcome our shortcomings. We've been brainwashed into believing that we can take a simple pill and never change our behaviour and we will be cured of our illnesses. We've been taught that we can lose weight with a simple diet or even surgery without changing our attitude, our lifestyle discipline and nutritional habits for some reason we refuse to acknowledge the universal law that says real reward can only happen after great sacrifice (laughs) a quote uh, that follows by albert einstein reads the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over and expecting a different result that is so true that was Uh, just a little uh, sneak peek 
into the book The Secret Science of Black Male and Female Sex by TC Carrier. And you can get that for free if you have Kindle Unlimited on via Amazon. Um, definitely a, a good read. Don't be too shocked, but definitely read read it and see what you think. I like to get a male perspective of things as it helps to balance things out, especially when we are having these conversations. And I got to speak with someone in my community. His name is Joseph. And I started by asking him the same question that I asked Phoenix Rise 100, which is, what does love look like through your eyes? Let's hear what he had to say. Love through my eyes. First and foremost, I believe that love is loving oneself. Um, you you have to love yourself before you can love anyone else. I know that's a saying as old as time, but as time has gone on, I've learned that is the only truth. So for me, you have to you have to love yourself before you could even afford to love anyone else first. That's love for me. Do you know what? We explored that at the beginning as well. Uh, that was something that was said about having a relationship with self. Um, and I was, I, I did ask the question, do you feel that there is pressure on people to love themselves? Or yeah. is it a case of we should actually be liking ourselves first and foremost before love can come into it? Um, I think I think um, you have to do more than like, and there is pressure. You have to appreciate yourself and what you can do for yourself, and you have to be comfortable in yourself, and you have to appreciate the time that you have for yourself. Mm-hmm. Because when it comes to loving yourself, you have to initially love yourself by yourself, be comfortable in your own space. Mm-hmm. But if you're not comfortable in your own space, how can you project that? to your peers, to your your parents, to your loved ones, and to your significant other, whoever that may be. And we are under pressure to to like ourselves in this modern world and the way things are now. Very true. Um, um, Is there any difference between male and female? Like how, how that is, you know, you as a man, how do you love yourself? Um, I, we are told there's a difference, but I don't believe there is. Mm-hmm. Um, in the end, when it comes to yourself, everyone can share the same traits, have uh, personalities that are similar, mm-hmm. uh, regardless of what sex you are, male or female, colour or creed. Um, you you really do have to understand yourself, and that can come in many ways, shapes or forms. I, I truly don't believe it is down to sex. But we are marketed that it is. The way things are now, we are, are separating in terms of what it is to be a, a male and what it is to be a female and how to appreciate ourselves. We're conditioned mm-hmm. for it to be separate. That's what I believe. Okay, so we the, the pressures you're mentioning or, you know, underlyingly I can hear, uh, is that like Western pressures? Um do you find that what we should have been taught, what should have we be taught 
because we've clearly lost something along the way. Yes, it is the West because I'm a Western child. I could only go on what I've experienced in terms of other cultures, uh, different sides of the crust. I, I haven't experienced that yet. I've only just started tapping into it and looking up what it means in other cultures and societies of what self-love is. And in this Western world, we are very much blurred in terms of the lines of what self-love is. And also, it's a generational gap, I do believe, because in the West, we are not shown how to love ourselves. Mm. We are only projected an image of what it should look like. There is no educational system on how to love yourself. It's like the money thing. Um, mm. Today, we are not taught how to manage money. And that's a massive problem. Um, we grew up deluded thinking that we live, uh, should live some ITV life. So we put our money into those vanity and commercial things. And that's also another way of respecting and, and loving yourself. Mm -hmm. You know, these days, uh, when we see self love, it's mainly through imaging. Mm -hmm. And I believe self love begins in stages because that's how love is initially introduced to ourselves. Um, is through our image, you know. Mm. In the mirror, first of all, we have to appreciate what we see. And then it becomes comfortable in who you are inside because physically, it, that's 80% of it, even if it's the opposite sex or some uh, significant other that you're in love with, it's a physical attraction. So mm. in that stage, we have to start understanding how we look and who we are physically, you know, that's 80% of it, but initially it's not because 80% of the time you're marketed to that you got to love yourself and that's just how you look. But really 80% of ourselves is not physical. It's what's in us mentally and spiritually. Big. So it, it's, uh, listeners, it, I can hear the flow. I can hear that because from what we were saying with Phoenix Rise 100, it was all about rubbing out what you knew before um, and rebuilding and restructuring, you know, learning new things. So you mentioned that you've only now just started tapping into things. What kind of things are you tapping into uh, knowledge wise that you could share with us? Um, the type of things I'm tapping into is spiritual and culture. Uh, mm -hmm. I think culture is massive because culture is everywhere, especially in the black community. Uh, mm -hmm. Obviously, you know, I'm black. I'm, I'm going to be looking at myself on how, as I say, physical appearance, how I appear and how I'm projected and also how I am marketed as being a black male in this modern world. You know, and I'm growing into it. And I truly believe that you do have to look at your culture because you start looking into where you came from, your your roots, basically, and mm -hmm. how powerful you are through your history. You know, we are constantly shown that in history, in the Western world, because as I say, that's my experience you see any image of us in terms of history, we are enslaved. Mm, we get tokens and trinkets of success that is really not under our control 
as a community. Well, it is, but we haven't realized that yet. And that's what we need to break through on. But the type of things I'm looking into, like I said, in terms of self-love is my culture, and that's domestically in Black Britain, first and foremost, and how we have got to appreciate ourselves and what we are actually doing here and how we have basically colonized this land, whether it's through um, our own means or we were brought here and what impact we've had and that we should appreciate the impacts that we have, even though most of it is shown in a, a negative light, it's still ours and we need to own it and move forward with it. So you, I'm you, going to appreciate what we're doing right now as well. That's, that's good. And what I'm picking out from that is um, the, the knowledge aspect and how it looks within the black community, which brings me nicely onto black love. Okay. It's a term that I've heard and I'm saying that love is love really and truly, but what, actually is black love well at its core you are right love is love it should it has the power to transcend beyond race uh, and that's that's a fact but in order for us to gain an understanding of ourselves and appreciate ourselves so we can give the fullest of love we need black love and we need it in every way shape and form and it starts off at home Really, I mean, when you look at the basis, yeah. we of loving our parents. That's our initial bond of love. It's unconditional. It's the person that we look up to or who's raised us, really. Well, our starting point of where we're being raised and who's influencing us, that's the first initial love. And in terms of black love, what we see is I was raising a, a single mother home and... My first love was my mother, mm-hmm. uh, a black woman. I was raised in a Rasta house. And within that culture, it's kind of like the African culture where the black woman is seen as the empress. Mm-hmm. But also within that, they're seen as a, a, a sister. And uh, well, like I say, a deity being, you know, mm-hmm. someone who is almighty and can produce beautiful black children you know, of any color, a dark woman can produce a light-toned child or a darker child than herself. And I think that's amazing. But we're also not taught to appreciate that in the beginning because as I believe there's a generational gap. And that is down to personally being colonized in our culture, being dissected, and certain parts are taken out and certain parts are put out there in a way that's not put in a positive light. Even amongst ourselves, we do that because I believe that the oppressed become the oppressors. And uh, in terms of showing that black love initially, like I said, for me, it was my my mother. She is a queen, you know, and you grow up seeing queens, but how you are shown them and what you are made to believe are two different things. Like mm. this western world so for me black love it needs to start at home and it's a beautiful thing that we do need to understand because it's everywhere and it comes in many ways shapes and forms but I think if we keep pushing the envelope on it and bringing it to light 
we can mold it into one where we just simply appreciate ourselves. Black love, love we need to appreciate ourselves. We need to understand ourselves and also get past ourselves of where we're at. Definitely. Um, I I think that that encompasses everything to do with love, really and truly, and loving ourselves. That's the biggest that's the biggest part of the route that needs to be dealt with. Um, you know, going beyond that. Have you got any tips? I, <laughs> uh, me and my auntie, who is Phoenix Rise 100, for all those listeners that is thinking who. Um, yeah, we was talk, having the conversation and we were, I just asked her, has she got any tips for the listeners today as it is Valentine's Day? And, um, you know everything's a little bit different now that like you can't really have close contact. Probably people are kissing um, behind masks. I don't know. But do you have any tips for people today? Any tips? Um, yeah. My main tip, <laughs> would I really be the best person to talk on love in terms of loving a significant other? Uh, yeah, I'll give it a go. From what Thank I've you. learned, you truly need to take a seat back and respect yourself and love yourself because if you're not in a good place you can't give someone their space to love themselves uh, to be about themselves and to love you at the same time because what I've learned is that when I'm looking for a partner I want someone who is in a space like me where you could afford to be an individual around that person yet you do not cloud them and they don't feel mm-hmm. needy for you. I was speaking to a friend um, the other day and we were talking just about this love relationships and they, they were in a place where they were, they want things. They want a, a child, they want a relationship and they feel like their biological clock is winding down. Um, and I'm a few years older than her. So I said, basically look at love like this. You go to the same destination, but you're in two different vehicles. You're going to the same place, but you're going there independently. You're still aiming to reach the same place together, but you could afford to get there by yourselves. You're strong enough to accept the love and to give it, but you're also strong enough to be picked up and to pick them up and respect them for it and not hold anything against them. And, and that's, 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 that's something I've learned and I'm still learning on. I'm still trying to discover more about myself. So I'm in mm-hmm. a better place for a significant other because you have to respect how powerful they are. You can't feel crushed by their love or by how independent they are as well. Because if you're not confident enough to let them grow, you don't deserve them or their respect. Mm-hmm. I I love that um, and it would be very interesting to hear what other people thought about what you just said there so um, yeah listeners let me know you can um, definitely get involved um, on the Instagram page there will be a forum coming up soon as well via Twitter so you can get involved on that um, but You know, today's Valentine's Day, so I'm just sharing and blessing everybody with the love 
and guidance on their journey. Uh, so thank you so much, very much, uh, Joseph, for speaking to me today. No, that's no problem. Thank you for letting me use your platform just to get my experiences across. Yeah, definitely. That's how it is. That's how it is. And we need to remember that communication is so key. No matter whether you're on your own today or whether you are coupled up, just remember that communication is key. And if you are talking to yourself, it's a good thing. It's healthy, you know. Uh, <laughs> that's what keeps our mental health elevated. Uh, so whatever you are doing, yeah, just do it nice and easy thank you again joseph and i shall speak to you soon no problem thank you thank you very much it really is refreshing to hear love spoken about from a male perspective definitely myself being a western girl so to put it Um, and really getting older and realising that our powers lay within the ancestral trail, uh, the ancestral blueprint, so to speak. So another book that I am going to give you guys is The Spirit of Intimacy, which is Ancient Teachings in the Ways of Relationships. The author of that book goes by the name of Sabonifu Somi and she was born in a remote West African village and it had a population of about 200 people but what she has done is preserve the old ways of African village life with family structures, spiritual practices and methods of living that have been in place for more than 10,000 years and in the book she distills the ancient teachings and wisdom of her native village to give insight into the nature of intimate relationships. Uh, She goes on to reveal the role of spirit in every marriage, friendship, relationship and community. And she shares ancient ways to make our intimate lives more fulfilling and secure and offers powerful insights into the illusion of romance, divorce and loss. This book is beautiful as it does gives us the spiritual insights that as a community we need because if we are to really break down the structures and start again we need to understand how that was done what that looks like so I don't know how you may read the book or read into it what I've taken from it is I'm I'm intrigued to learn about different cultures and that no matter what race that is I'm, I'm just that person so if something works or if something's meant for us I want to be able to adopt that and make that work within my community or first and foremost as was mentioned in the conversation with Joseph that it all starts within the home so to ensure that you know, some of those cultural practices, uh, the spiritual insights are brought within the home, then hopefully when you leave and you walk into your community, that can also be embraced by others. 
it'd be beautiful to have that feeling but yeah definitely let me know your thoughts on the book next we have a brand that is all about connecting the african diaspora and they are bob in uk they are a brand that i came across via instagram and this week i caught up with one of the founders from the brand letting us know more about the product and the concept behind it let's find out more Hi everyone, um, my name is Linda. I am one of the admins and founders of Bobbin UK and I've been asked to um, come and speak a little bit on the product that we have created with our pro black um, uh, platform, Connecting the Diaspora. Um, and the product is called the Bobbin UK Debate Date Card Game and um, it's linked to a pro black blind date show that we have created. And um, the whole aim is to match minds and let our vibes attract our tribes because um, we believe that based on the comment sections we have realized that we all um, have different opinions on what will liberate us as a people and, and, and I think in the current state of the black community worldwide we really need to unite but that's not always possible because the diaspora we as black people are so spread across the whole world we all have so different perspectives on what is gonna liberate us as a people and instead of arguing and going in circles on what that is and what that may be we thought let's create a product that helps us having the conversations we need to have and helps us identifying to identify who our tribe is and who shares our same ideas of um, solutions. Because once we can get together on a common ground and yes, I think this and this and this needs to be done in this and this and this, depending on this on a certain topic, once we can match our minds, we can then take the next step into walking towards the solutions. So same when it comes to the debate date blind date show i think when it comes to the black woman and the black man we are often going in circles and what's right and what's wrong and how relationships supposed to be kept and what the black woman should do and what the black man should do not do and and kind of that and i think again with the dating show it's about getting to know each other's minds before we get to know each other's bodies it's about matching that because ultimately we want to promote black love and once we find that person that has the same idea about life, about family, about love, about the liberation of our people, then we can build with that person without talking about what's right and what's wrong. Because what's right for you is not right for another person. And yes, we're all black, but then we all have different opinions. So it's really about that. Um, another thing that um, this product is about is about um, the industrialization of the African continent and in and, and basically giving back to Africa not in form of aid but in trade because this product is actually made in Nigeria it's in, in an Af made in an Af in West Africa in an African country and that was very important to us to you know um, not go to China and not do it in, in in the UK and kind of give back to these economies but to actually invest in the African economy um, and uh, yeah you can get the game on www.bobbinuk.com and we will also soon be stocking um, other African products that we've sourced from Africa 
um, African countries and we'll be selling on our website because that's kind of like the aim. Slowly but surely next week we'll be bags and then we're gonna hopefully get um, clothes soon and other things, um, snacks, so on and so forth. But you'll see guys, um, just hop to www.bobbin.k, bobbin, no, sorry, www.bobbinuk.com um, and check out for yourself. That's where you can get the game and you can also stay up to date um, with any other projects we've got coming. Thank you. Bye. Wow, that is fantastic. Thank you so much to Bob in UK for speaking on that and letting us know more about the concept. That is bobinuk.com or you can check out the Instagram page, Bob in UK. But I will be investing in this game. It's got 160 questions endless solutions and just reading through their website it says that this game sparks healing conversations which is a plus progressive discussions even more of a plus and solution-based dialogue well it's a win-win for me <laughs> so let's just support definitely support and in everything that she was saying kind of mirrors what joseph was saying as well when it comes to black love within our community so, yeah, definitely check that one out. Now, I move on to my last and final guest of the show. And she featured on episode three, series one of hashtag Elevating Brands. Her name is Sandra Moore. And let's just find out from her perspective, what does love look like through her eyes? What is love through my eyes? Love is, it's everything. It's the look on your child's face is seeing your baby born. It is holding hands with your lover. It is hugging each other. Love, it's got so many different definitions and connotations. And I think love is a personal thing. It is. It is so a personal thing. And we were only just saying at the start of um, the show with Phoenix Rise 100, we were talking about how love is right about now in 2021 um, and how aspects of it have been taken away from us just due to the restrictions that have been put on us. I mean, how are you finding it through this lockdown 3.0? I've lost count of how many lockdowns, so I can't even put a number, but I mean, how are you feeling through it? Um, I think one of the greatest, and I'm going to say crime, one of the greatest crime that's gone against humanity is that loss of human interaction in the way that we've always interacted. A smile, looking into someone's eye, touching someone's hand, mm. hugging your friend when you see your friend to let them know how joyful it is that you see them. Mm. You know, all those little things that we took for granted. Um, and I think the loss the loss of human touch and contact, um, being in the same room as someone, as your friend, and when you're having a conversation, being able to read their body language, being able to look into their eyes, to see their laughter, to hear, you know, 
a natural laugh, not something through a phone or Zoom mm. or, you know, any one of the other online platforms. And I think having lo- losing touch, actual physical touch with someone is, I think, is one of the the most sort of deep wound that we will carry for a long time from a child a baby right up to you know until we die in this time mm, mm. and I also think we're going to have a generation of children who are going to be scared to actually be in contact with each other that's so that is something that I hadn't even really deeped, if I'm quite honest. Even just that our next generation of young people yeah. really and truly, like how they, I mean, obviously I've thought, you know, what is it like through their eyes? Like how everything is going right now. But even to the point of, I mean, is this, when we look on love uh, through a, a bigger lens, is this what you're saying? It, it, would that is that going to affect them? It is because, and I can give you an example. Um, my te- my sister is a teaching assistant, and she looks after. She works in a school and looks after. She has a couple of special needs children that she looks after, and they're very tactile. I think for them, being touched is reassurance. So being hugged is reassurance, and whenever they see her they run up to her and give her a hug and she hugs them back mm. and then this happened and it's like she has to maintain the school protocol that you can only be so close to each other and when it first happened the child that it actually happened to felt that he'd done something wrong mm. you know and that is a that has a great mental effect on a child that they carry with them subconsciously especially you know they see people wearing masks children are very good at reading facial expressions Mm -hmm. they see the love they see the negativity on people's face they read people far better than we do as adults because we lose we lose that ability Mm. you know through through growing and interacting in the environment that we're in and I think we are going to have a generation of children that will be quite sterile in the way they approach people in the future. Wow. Um, you know, and that, that in itself is a lack of love, the sterility of not being able to, to show, you know, for someone to see your expression, mm. for someone mm. to be able to touch, you know, I think that in itself is going to cause issues in relationships later on down the line. Of course. And I mean, you know, we've expressed uh, a lot of things and, you know, we've also said that it doesn't, it's not just related to, um, it's not just related to humans. It's related to animals. It's related to the world around Mm -hmm. us as well. And, Mm -hmm across the board this is is not going to pave well if we don't do something about it i mean how do we deal with the kind of energies that are around us right now because you deal a lot with energy work do you not i do i do a lot of energy work and at the moment i'm um 
I have a weekly meditation and breathwork class that I run and breathing is so important and I know people might be listening to this and laugh think well I breathe all the time yes we breathe Mm. but a high percentage of us and I cannot remember the percentage don't actually breathe properly and by not breathing properly our body becomes stressful Mm -hmm. our body you know there's oxidative stress by our environment and and we cause ourselves certain illnesses by not breathing properly like if we're breathing into our chest you know it's rapid so your body's having to work faster or you know under stress all the time so breathing is really important and I think if we can remember to first look after ourselves Mm -hmm. because you know when you're in an airplane they say put your mask on first and therefore you can help somebody else I think if we can get ourselves right and in that balanced frame of mind so we're in harmony with ourselves Mm. we can then assist and support and guide the next person and that's what it is it's showing love to ourselves before we can give love to others. I think that's been echoed the whole way through this interview and this conversation today that I've had. It's about showing love to ourselves first and foremost. Yes, because if we don't love ourselves, how can we expect to love someone unconditionally in all the entirety of what love means to that person Mm. or to yourself? And it's having that understanding of what love is. I mean, there's so many different forms of love. There is what they call platonic love. There is intimate love. There is the whole passionate love-hate, you know, relationship that some people have. But I think for me, love is a gentleness. It is an understanding. It is respect without I think if you don't have respect for somebody you cannot love them truly going back just touching back on the breath work um you were saying how important that was I feel like that is a really I'm gonna I'm gonna jump in now quite early on because I was gonna ask you this at the end of the show but tips so that is like a, a surefire tip right now for us to progress forward through this time so that we don't allow our next generation to be so, what's the word? Segregated. Yeah, afraid, fearful, even segregated from what, what life, what society is actually throwing at them. Like we can't even comfort them. So, I mean, behind the mask, I mean, I remember you mentioned and talking about breathwork and how important it was for us to do that. I feel like now as well, even on a, a Valentine's Day special, let's, you know, keep it keep it like that as well. Let's not remember why we're doing the show. But creating a space where you can do this breath work. So you mentioned not breathing into your chest. But where do you breathe from? Like yeah. the stomach or? Yes. I mean, truly deep 
breath, true deep breath is where you breathe into your stomach. So you're using your diaphragm and your intercostal muscles. And by doing that, you're actually massaging your organs when you breathe properly, when you breathe deep into your belly and feel your belly rise. And you can easily do that by lying flat on your bed and putting your hands on your stomach and just breathe and just see where your breath goes so if it just you just feel your chest rise or see your chest rise then you know you're not breathing deeply into the belly Mm. if you can feel your belly rising and falling as you breathe in and out then you know that you're breathing properly once we learn to control our breathing we actually control we can control our emotions how we react when you're feeling anxious because when people are anxious they hyperventilate one of the first things that you are told to do when someone is hyperventilating is to slow the breath, mm. is to just breathe in. Mm. Now, and breathe out. as as um, you know, you might be getting it on or, or that with your partner. <laughs> we're looking, <laughs> we're looking at ways as well, you know, um, to do things a little bit different this Valentine's Day. And do, with breath work, how does this work? Well, you with your partner, actually, if you are just sit, sit comfortable, lie comfortable, lie facing each other, sit facing each other and just breathe and just match each other's breath. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing more beautiful than being in sync with your partner. And one of the ways that can happen is just by starting off by breathing together, matching each other's breath. Um, there's nothing more beautiful. I mean, you know, for me is just listening to your partner breathing. I think that's really beautiful. Mm. And that's one of the things I miss in not being in a relationship is that that intimacy. And I'm not, I'm not talking intimacy. So it's full on um, sort of penetration or sex. It's that intimacy of just touching each other you can say a thousand words in just one touch. Mm. You can say a thousand words in just looking deeply into your partner's eyes, you know, by smiling, you know, there are certain smiles that are so intimate between two people who are truly in love with each other, you know, and you see, you see in people, celebrities who are really in love with each other, Mm -hmm. you know, and one of them that comes to mind is I'm going to say Harry and Meghan, the way they actually look at each other. Yeah. You can't, you can't buy that. No, no. And that, and I think a look and a look can turn you on so much more than someone, you know, yeah. grabbing at you to be, to be, <laughs> to be, to be blunt. Do you know what I mean? No. The intimacy in relationships that's important is having that intimacy. Yeah. You know, that gentle pushing a strand of hair out of, your, hair out of your face or cupping your face when they're kissing you. That is human touch. You know, mm. you know, we're talking about the lack of human touch at the moment. Yeah. That that is so much more important in a relationship than just someone having sex with you. It, it is it is honing in on that, isn't it? I mean, yeah, we've we started off talking about obviously, you know, as mentioned, the barriers that have been placed on us. But when you are in that bubble, when you are in that sacred space inside, what you can do 
with yourself, you know, however that looks to people, yeah, is actually a beautiful thing because now, you know, no restrictions. You don't have to place restrictions within within your home or with you and your partner. It's like being free and allowing that energy to flow. And I really... Yes. The word that comes to mind for me in everything that you've just said about touch, um, again, going back to the senses as well that has been brought up earlier on, is activation. Activate, being activated, you know? Yes. Uh, yes. And switched on is, is a true... I, I'm going to use the word again, listeners. I'm loving this word at the moment. Orgasmic feeling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, it is. And... Do you know what? You can you can have that feeling with yourself. And I'm not talking about self-pleasuring. It's how you look after yourself, how you love yourself. So making yourself the most delicious meal, mm -hmm. you know, that's loving yourself. That is love. That is you showing yourself love and making, you know, healthy, wholesome food, tasty food, having a lovely bath and really taking care of yourself and you know, loving your body. I mean, us women, we have all these, we're brought up with all these issues. Oh, my belly's not flat. Oh, my thighs are too big. Oh, and my bottom's too big. Mm. But actually, look at yourself and truly see yourself and truly love who you are, what yeah. you see. You know, love yourself from your core and you will then transfer that love in someone to their core. Oh, yeah. I love it. I absolutely love this. And it it I can't say it anymore, but I still have to keep saying it. Everything that has been said today is just flowing and matching. It all brings it down to the root, which is loving ourselves, you know, and appreciating what what the word means, you know. Yeah. Love loving itself. I did ask. And I have been doing, giving the listeners um, some book recommendations. Mm -hmm. And I know that you have a book that you would like to share with the listeners at this moment. Yes, it's called Dear Lover. And it's a woman's guide to men, sex and love's deepest bliss. And it's by a gentleman called David Dida, which is D-E-I-D-A. Mm -hmm. And he he talks about sort of the eye contact parts part of the book that he talks about is about eye contact and about that intimacy and about just freeing ourselves to actually enjoy each other, not just in the bedroom bedroom, but in everyday life. Mm -hmm. And it's a really lovely book. And each chapter there's a poem that starts off. Um, the chapter and there's one that I would like to read for us tonight and it's yep. called Love and Fear okay and it starts off it says you and I both have our excuses for not opening in love with each other still both of our hearts yearn to open and commune in love I want to make this commitment with you I will do my best to open through my fears and truly see you, feel you and bloom you open to God with my love. Will you meet me in this commitment? Will you promise to open and give your love's offering as best as you can? 
even when you are afraid or hurt, if we can each commit to opening, there is no limit to how deeply our love can grow or how fully our gifts may flower. Mm. Isn't that beautiful? That was, that was, that was deep. That is deep because there are many, in, there's a lot of relationships where fear is the dominant emotion. Mm-hmm. So we don't truly open ourselves up to our partner or vice versa because of yeah. fear, that subconscious fear, because we don't want to be hurt. How many times have you heard men and women say, oh, I'm never going to open up to anyone again? And by Mm -hmm. voicing those words, they subconsciously tell their bodies, their emotions, their heart not to open. You know, (laughs) so there's that duality. They want love. They want that freedom of love. They want to express all this love and they want to be loved. But Mm. on the other hand, there is that duality where they are afraid to open up or afraid to accept love. And let's not forget that people don't know how to accept being loved yes yes because uh, going into it again it's what is love you know you know that it holds such a a universal meaning yes but in in expressing that within this particular relationship of you know however that may look um but you just don't you just don't know do you it's, it's obviously different to what you you'd love how you'd love your mum or your dad yeah <laughs> you know uh, how you'd love the man down the shop that's exactly what my auntie was saying love is one of those things that once you rub everything out of what we have been taught you know and really and truly learn it from the root up I feel things would be better um there's also another poem that I would like you to share oh, with yes. the listeners. And this, this listeners is purely because I know that chocolate is going to be a big thing right about now, this Valentine's night evening. Yeah. Oh, so. yes. <laughs> oh, yes. So <laughs> this one is called Chocolate Love. I love to watch you move. Your body is so open. I want to embrace you and hold your heart against mine. When I see you eat chocolate or your favourite foods, I am amazed at how your body responds by opening and softening in the pleasure as if love were moving through you. You often quiver and make sounds of such delight. I wonder why you would choose to live any other way but this open to love. I know you can't always be eating delicious delicacies, but I wonder how you would live if you were breathing and feeling divine ambrosia moving through your body right now. And that's called Chocolate Love. And that's from the book as well, Dear Lover, um, in there. I mean, there are so many beautiful poems and there is one in there. You say you're loving the word Mm. orgasmic. There is Mm -hmm. a poem on orgasmic love. 
Um, do you want me to read that one? Oh, please, yeah. Because, yeah. <laughs> well, you know, I'm just like I said, I'm just here with my cat and my son and that. So, you know, no, joking, listeners. I'm just putting a bit of humour into it. But that word unlocks so much. Yes. I feel like I'm going to have to do a different show around that word on its own. I use that word. It's like when I'm describing my favourite food, you know, I say so orgasmic, you know, mm-hmm. and, you, and you say that and people kind don't understand what you mean. But it, it's that that whole your whole body embracing something that you are actually, you know, eating or drinking <laughs> or listening, because I don't know if you remember. Do you remember Rick, Rick James and Tina Marie? Um, yes yes oh is it fire and desire mm-hmm. that record from the first time I heard it which I was about 13 or 14 and very innocent not really knowing what was all but it touched a space in me that I just could not I <laughs> I didn't know what it was at the time and I'm, every time I play that record it takes me back to the innocence of me in my teenage years and I can put it on now and it would, I would have the same goosebumps, the same, oh, my gosh. Because you can yeah, hear that's... that emotion in that song between those two people. And I didn't recognise it at the time. So I'm saying it's the etymology of words that we need to truly understand where that word came from and what that word was all about and not just, you know hear it and associate it with just one what thing. we think yeah yeah the one track mind so to exactly. speak yeah <laughs> so yes what what is this poem saying I'm intrigued right. now okay orgasmic love before I understood how to open with you I tried giving you orgasms so I knew I was a good lover but now all I want is your surrender I want your heart's pleasure to ripple through your open body and saturate my life with your love. Your body's openness to love's flows draws me into you and though your heart surrender, I am opened to the love that lives as the universe. Whether you have an orgasm or not while we make love, your body's trust and devotional openness is my secret doorway to love's deepest bliss. How beautiful is that? That is, that is. And that also links in with the book, The Science of Black, what is called the actual, The Secret Science of Black Male and Female Sex. And not just because it's black, it could be any sex, any race, any culture, but it is so, it opens up your mind to thinking, this is deeper than just the act. Exactly. It's not it's not carnal at all, is it? It's it is far more than that. It's touching one's soul. It's touching mm. your higher self. And I think that's what tantric sex is about, isn't it? Tantric love. Um, yes. It's, it's not about because they suppress the orgasm within each other they allow that feeling to rise up and move up into their higher soul to their spirit that's that's my just my rough understanding of it so phoenix rise 100 touched on this beautifully at the beginning um about what it is and it is literally about that connectedness yes 
the the purity of it all, you know, and the deeper levels and the deeper layers that there is. And it's just taking that time to explore that um, and to explore one another, to explore us as a whole. It's just beautiful the way how we've just conversated and we've started from a place of fear, a place of gloom, as I would say, because that's the picture that is being painted right now mm-hmm. um, for us. And we have just heightened up this conversation in, in such a, a beautiful way to showcase that it, it is not all doom and gloom out there, listeners. And like I keep saying, and I will reiterate all the time, whether you are in a couple or whether you are on your own today, reconnect yes that's 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 my word what one word would you actually give to the listeners right now wow what one word it would have to be love it would have to be love in its wider sense because you know love is I don't think you can actually define love because as I said in the, at the beginning, love means different things to different people and there are different forms of love. As you, we said, a child's love, the love you have for mm-hmm. your child, your grandchildren, your, you know, the love you have for nature, the love you have mm-hmm. for your pet, the love you have for your friend. How many times do you say, oh, I really love such and such and you just mean it not in a non-sexual way. You know, mm. so love has different meanings and meanings different definitions what love isn't isn't and i will say this love is not controlling someone mm. love is not taking someone's freedom away mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. that is not love no matter how someone might want to dress it up that is not love no you're 100% correct in that um as I, I just want to finish off with with something here now, as mentioned before, you do a, a lot of um, practices. You use a lot of practices with with people, mm-hmm. and um, these practices translate to our heart chakra. And by opening up our heart chakra, mm-hmm. we can do so much in for humanity. Yes. And there's just something in the back of my mind that this is a time right now where we need to really open up our heart chakras to for humanity. Yes, it is. Um, to to repair what has been broken. Um, please expand on that for the listeners. Okay. So there is a meditation that I do in my class and it's called the Metabhavna uh, meditation. And that particular meditation is about love and compassion. So it goes through a series of you, you say, may I be well, may I be loved, may I be happy. And you do that for yourself. You then Mm -hmm. move to the next person who it might be a, um, a neighbor you know, someone that you don't know very well, but you see quite often a work colleague and you repeat the same kind of affirmation. May you be well, may you be loved. You then sort of move on to someone that you are 
having the most difficult timing that you may not particularly like, that you may have a difficult relationship with. And when I first did that, when I first did that meditation, because that's all around the heart, it's all about opening up and expanding your compassion to every, everyone around you. So community, um, an individual, a loved one. When I first did that meditation, I was having issues with my then boss. Um, mm-hmm. There was a conflict there. And every time I did that meditation, once I was, you know, I was comfortable with doing it, I would always think of him when I was doing the the one around someone that you're having conflict with. And do you know what? Mm-hmm. And I didn't, it was only when I was thinking about it years later that I realized after about six weeks of doing that meditation, the whole relationship changed. And I didn't recognize it until I was thinking about it again. I was thinking about, you know, sort of I started doing that meditation again for myself. And it just dawned on me and I thought, oh, wow, it worked. It does work. It's not that I didn't believe it would work. I just did not realize that I had missed the point of where that relationship between me and my then boss had actually changed Mm -hmm. to one of mutual respect and understanding. You know, so you can open up by saying that meditation or just simply just sitting there and visualizing your heart opening up and sending out the love and compassion to the world. And I know in this day and age, we can't see each other smile when we're out. But if you look deep Mm. into someone's eyes, you can see that they're smiling and a smile can heal someone. A smile can lift someone from ground zero right up to you know a hundred because sometimes you just need to see that genuine smile on someone's face to make you feel you know someone does care beautiful beautiful Sandra as always it has been an absolute pleasure in talking with you and likewise likewise. Um, (laughs) I've absolutely loved it what are you doing? I mean, since very briefly, what have you been up to since we last spoke to you? Or have you got anything coming up that you might want to share with the listeners? Yes, on, I'm running a, um, a two and a half hour session on Mother's Day um, from 11 till 1.30. And I'm going to, it's a, it's a little workshop where I'm going to just help you um, and get you thinking about how you can what tools you have I'm calling it an enrichment toolkit so when you're feeling down Mm -hmm. what is it what's in your toolkit that you can use to make you feel better and put into yourself together a plan Um, and it may even be a physical box which I'm going to talk about you can have little things in your physical box it may be a virtual Mm -hmm. box because my box is virtual (laughs) and I'll give you an example last week I was getting um, we you know, I work from home mostly and unless I'm going out to do my inspections. And I was feeling mm-hmm. a little bit, mm. so I dressed, I put on a pair of tailored trousers, like I was actually going mm-hmm. into the office or going to a meeting. I put on a, a really lovely blouse, some lovely earrings on, eyeliner, and I put perfume on. Mm-hmm. And I smiled to myself going down the stairs because I thought, you've done all this and you're going to go and sit at your dining table, love. 
Do you know what I mean? But for the rest of that day, when I was in my meetings, I actually felt empowered. I felt, yeah, I'm feeling okay. Yeah. I'm feeling happy. And I've been experimenting mm. with different herbs. So I'm making infusions. So all those things, I'm going to be okay. talking about what you can put or have in your virtual toolkit just to lift you. And it could just be a really beautiful crystal glass that you drink your water out of. Hey, <laughs> hey, listeners, you see, it's not, even though this is a Valentine's Day special, every day is yes. love. So treat yourself yes. again, Mother's Day March. Yes. Um, can, can, is it just for mum? No, anybody's welcome. Um, anybody, I'm hey. going to be advertising on Facebook um, this weekend. I'll get every all the adverts out. I'm on Facebook as Rejuvenated Soul. Um, mm-hmm. There is a Rejuvenated Soul in America, but that is um, for massages and stuff. Mine is mind-body connection, mind-body and soul. And I'm on this thing about nurture and nourish and nurture. So every day this week, I've been posting about how we can nourish and nurture ourselves. And that could be from the food we eat to what, you know, what we, our meditation, reading a book, your favorite book, and just sitting back and reading, you know, sleep. I'm going to talk about sleep. Buy yourself some nice sheets, you know, beautiful Mm -hmm. sheets, beautiful pillows, just little things that's going to lift you. So, yeah. absolutely love that yeah. one. Well, Sandra, I know for a fact that I want to be involved in that one because I need to get myself a virtual toolbox. Yes. Um, get that one going. So, but I will make sure that the listeners know uh, where to find this information by putting all the links up at the end of this okay. show. But again, let us give a virtual round of applause to Sandra Moore. Thank you so much again for joining me today. Thank you for inviting me and happy Valentine's Day. Happy Valentine's Day to you too. Showing love. Thank you. Wow, what an end to a beautiful show. I just want to say a big thank you again to all of my guests for joining me on today's Valentine's Day special and allowing me to explore what love is through their eyes and also thank you to Bob in UK for coming through and sharing their product definitely check out their website page and grab the game because like we said it is all about connecting the African diaspora Now, if you want to find out who is joining me here in two weeks time on the InFocus podcast, then follow me at the InFocus podcast page via Instagram. And if you don't have Instagram, but you are on Facebook, then you can join me over at the founding page, which is at Rising Roots. There I will be posting up whatever's posted via Instagram. All that's left for me to say to you guys right now is happy Valentine's Day and never forget to spread love wherever you go. Blessed love. Mm